0: afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the City Chatter Podcast. I'm John Bernstrom, Public Information Officer for the City of Grand Forks. This is our final podcast of 2023, and we'll pick it up again in 2024. Holidays are here. And our guest... Uh, on our final episode of 2023 award five council member Kyle Kavami. Kyle thank you for joining us absolutely yeah I was told you were saving the best for the last at the end of the year so yeah, yeah and that was true. Dana on Tuesday and then you rescheduled to today uh,
1: so it works out great yeah <laughs> anything I can do to just uh updo Dana would be great
0: sure and then and then I'm gonna appreciate the holiday gear yeah, you're yeah, wearing it's
1: our Christmas uh, lunch you know today sure. so it, yep. uh yeah gotta dress it, up for it and
0: so I was doing some research on what uh, December 15th is and we found a couple of things it is also uh National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. Oh, perfect! So, perfect. so you made it so, work out no, good. Yeah, yeah, made it work.
1: You're saying this is ugly?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Perfect. I, I, I gave you the look I give my yeah. wife. Wonderful.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. yes
0: yeah okay uh let's let's get right into it um uh the committee of the whole meeting we had this past week coming up to city council this coming Monday lots of things recovered yeah lots of on. things recovered yep. so let's start with probably the the longest discussion item um epitome energy the soybean crushing plant looking to go north of the landfill northwest of Grand Forks. What was presented to you was a framework of a development agreement um which is what's step one of a thousand steps yep. um w- The document was 50-some pages long. Uh, Can you talk a little little bit about some of the things that are in that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, what I really appreciate, you know, we had just gone through this process with the, you know, the prior development, large-scale development that that didn't happen. But what's really great is we learned so many lessons from that. And the effort that was done with all of those, you know, the 26 requirements that's now, I think, 31 requirements, Mm -hmm. right? So we have different things that the organization needs to fulfill before they can build. And I think one of of the – Things that I hear the most from people is they say, "Oh, well, you signed a development agreement, so it's done," and and it's really it's the development agreement is just saying we're starting, right? You know, and it doesn't mean they have they have no ability to go construct this right now. They're going through and checking the boxes and 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 the work that that Mr. Gosted and his legal team and our our administration has, has done. I feel like has, has set up the, the city to be in a really safe place to not only have this be a success, but this is really setting the precedent for, this is how we do things. This is how we do business. And, you know, all the things that are covered in there from, from you know, air quality and, and, and traffic planning to, you know, meeting the requirements with the state of, of who's owning mm-hmm. the company, you know, things yep. like that I think are really, really important.
0: And and I think it's it's also, uh, and again, we, we went through this a year ago right and the development agreement you know triggered a no-go um but this also coming forward i think this is also personally a message to businesses. Oh, we know what we're getting into when we go to Grand Forks.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You're, this is what you're going to walk into. You know, you look at the, the earnest money or the letter of credit. You mm-hmm. know, again, we're, we've got the same protections. We executed on those protections with the prior agreement, and it's still not an issue for companies to come in. They get it. This is the cost of doing yep. business, and it, it's great.
0: Well, and the companies, I think, are confident enough. They're just like, we're going to get this built, and we're going to start making profit. I have no problem this up front in order to get us moving.
1: Yeah, and I think even with our development agreement and the requirements, North Dakota and Grand Forks are still a great place to do business. Even when you look, yeah. if you zoom out, you know we we were able enough to to attract this company from across the river, and I think there's many more to come.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I just you know you, you see what's going on. Right, uh, the mayor mentioned there's the ribbon cutting for the and The mayor made made the comment that just like uh, there's momentum in Grand Forks, we're getting to a point we're hard to stop. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, also discussed on Monday was uh, the the sales tax passed. Yep, um, you guys gave prelim- preliminary approval for the ordinance change to our sales tax portion of the ordinance. But then, all right, what does a turf and aquatics facility look like? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and uh, looking at you on this one a little bit. This is a little bit of your business. You sure. you build things, sure. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, this is. Early on in that in this one as well, but uh, it looks like there was, what, a request for proposal of, like, getting engineers online. Is, is that kind of what happened on this one?
1: Yep, yep. It looks like coming up, the next step is, you know, get architects on, then get engineers on, then get construction partner on. Very, very typical steps that we see in these processes all over the country. And, um, you know, uh, this is an important process when you're determining... What, you know, what's going to be in this? What, what does it need? How does it need to function? Who are the parties involved in these decisions? How much money do you have to spend? Where are your priorities? Those are all things that are coming pretty quick.
0: Uh, As as, uh, this came up at the meeting on Monday, is this one engineer to, you're building a turf, turf courts facility, you know, one facility and then a pool facility. Those are two very different facilities. Is, Is this potentially more than one contractor, if you will, putting this thing up?
1: it really depends it depends on a lot of things but you're you're spot on there's there's almost two very different facilities that will be joined together you look at you know look at the Laris center and you look at you know Canada Inn and things like that there's different uh facilities that can connect and function differently and still have lots of synergies so i think i think that's a problem that hasn't been solved yet but i think you know there's certainly uh, a lot of opportunity for for more than one entity to be involved
0: and and that was uh something i was going to ask just with with your background and, and architecture and building things have, have you come across a similar facility that was built that you can maybe go take a look at how'd you guys do it
1: yeah yeah it, it really yes there are some like that, that 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 work like that and even we've gone to the the efforts before where you're designing where heat comes off of one thing and used to heat up another thing and there's all kinds oh, of things there sure. that, you, that you have to look at so it'll be really complex but there's lots of things around the country and around the region that you know have different components of these some connected some not i think This will be unique in that I think, um, you know, we have a facility that we did in in, in another state that had some of these same things, but was multiple buildings on one campus. And so this will be a little bit different.
0: Yeah. As, as the, as i mentioned the the work you do architecture and stuff like that um uh, before we get into the last thing from last monday uh, but, but along those lines you're pretty heavily involved with the the valley middle school project yes yeah, yeah can, can you give us an update on where we're at there
1: yeah sure yep um i you know the design is is pretty well i'd say set to the point where they're now getting ready to create construction documents so you know the process of you know, initially we just said, here's how much stuff we need mm-hmm. for the kits, And then we say, okay, now here's the shape of the stuff. And then the next final step is, okay, we, we verify this is how much, and we verify this is the shape and where things go. Then the final step is like, all right, well we have to draw in doorknobs and we have to draw in hardware and, and cabinet doors and things like that. That's the process that's really tedious and that's, what's happening right now. So as that's getting done, um, that's getting set up for, for a, a bid, a early bid package, or a first bid package mm-hmm. at the beginning of next year. And, 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 get going and get in the ground. And there's lots of things that are, that are happening. And, and I think we had a, a board presentation not that long ago where we kind of went over the last set of designs and, and things, and it's, it's looking really nice and we're really excited about it.
0: Along those lines, um, do you have a bit of a timeline from uh, the general public standpoint where they'll be able to, um, all right, this is what it's going to look like.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think if you went back to the board meeting, you know, maybe it was three board meetings ago. Um, there there's a presentation from us mm-hmm. and there's some renders that are on there that'll show really what it's going to look like. I'd say if anyone's going and looking that the color's a little washed out. So sure. it kind of looks like different shades of Brown when there's kind of some right. tan in there. And other <laughs> right, things. Yeah. And so I'd say, yeah, just a little bit of, of caution there, but there's a, it, it's a pretty well set design as far as the exterior. And that's up right now on the, on the school board site.
0: Yep. Um, I should mention if people hear music in the background, uh, we're, we're here at the Grand Forks best source studios and outside, um, we just had the Schrader middle school and I know a Schrader middle school chamber orchestra. Um, Mrs. Barheight led the team there. My kids go to Schrader. I know that team quite the applause. I know that team. So we just had an orchestra. I, I hear other orchestra out there right now. It's yep. uh middle school kids giving a concert here. Uh, awesome. That's grand City mall. Great. So that, that's, that's what you're hearing in the background. Um, uh, back to Valley middle school. Um, the the footprint, my understanding, is the existing Valley Middle School will be in place. It won't be, we have to tear it down to build up. Yep, there will exactly. be kids going to school there while the other school is being built. Yep, is that yep, correct?
1: Yep, and that was really, that was critical. I mean, not only is that... Um, does it make so that you can do the work at the same time, but you don't have to pay that cost of finding a place to stick those students? Sure. Which is and huge. It, it, it's a middle school. It, it, it's a huge economically and then also educationally. It's not an ideal thing to uproot all those students. So it's being built across. There will be a time period where the sports fields will be. Um, they'll have to be some sort of solutions that they're working through now because the current sports fields are where we're building. And then the, the current school will become the
0: new sports fields. So along those lines, the uh, we'll have a football season for Valley Middle School and a soccer season for Valley Middle School. Where they're going to have a lot of road games.
1: Yeah, I mean they're gonna have a, <laughs> they're gonna play. I'm not promising where they're
0: gonna play. They're though. gonna they're gonna play. Uh, uh, yeah. Having kids in that world, yeah. right? There's uh, yep. you're gonna there's room at South. There's room at Schrader. There's you're no, gonna have to go on the road a little bit. They'll figure it the out. The Vikings played at the Gopher Stadium for three years. Right? I mean,
1: it's the cost of getting something new.
0: That's right. You know? That's right. Um, okay, back to Monday's uh, council meeting. You had several questions on this. so I, I, I want you to dive in a little bit. There's sure. a presentation from Beacon by Epic, and they're the ones developing the the old townhouse hotel site. Uh, there's two buildings there now. I believe one of them is finished. Working on the the yep. second one, and there's going to be a public square site there, um, much like the lights in West Fargo. Same company. Um, they were coming forward wanting some amendments to a development agreement. Um, is more of timing of money. Um, so let's first talk about what they were asking for, and then we we get into the the that public square portion of it and you have some questions. So so first off, what what was the Epic company looking for?
1: So basically the way that the contract was written and, and we ratified this agreement a long long, no, time, long time ago. No, a long time ago. A couple yep, years. Yep. yep. And and there's different milestones that Epic has to hit as the developer to unlock funding. And that final piece is I think a one point three million dollar mm-hmm. piece that once they finish the third building, they're saying that gives them access to some cash to recruit recoup their sure. costs. And all they're asking is for that to be accelerated. And not more, not more, just sooner. Exactly. Yep. And and saying you know with cost escalations, they're having to come out of pocket more, which which is absolutely Mm -hmm. a fact. You know, and I don't. um, I think
0: the term was money isn't free.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And I don't diminish that need. Mm -hmm. And and I actually don't. I don't. I don't uh, have issue much with the the little bit sooner access to the money that eventually would have been there, Uh, but that's something that that uh, you know we weren't really planning for. But I think it's something that we could accommodate.
0: Okay. So they were asking for timing and money. You then brought up some questions. So this money that, uh, that, like you said, the 1.3 from the city is intended to go towards that public square portion, yep. um, the development of that, which they're hoping, it, it, I'm saying hoping they have designs for ice in the winter, a, a stage, a sound system, lights, you know, for concerts and all, all that stuff. Um, you then brought up how you are going to build it? Can you, yep. can you talk a little bit about your question? Yep. Did, did you get it answered or is it still up in the air?
1: Uh, I kind of did, you know, okay. you know, uh, Ms., Mr. Gosted and, and his legal team again, had some good information in that um, agreement that we signed a while back. My concern is that, you know, it's a $8 million, you know, city asset that we're purchasing. We're purchasing it through the use of TIF funds and things like that. So everybody wins. We're getting, getting this great development. We're getting this great city amenity, but should, us as a, as a city council or, or, or the city say, Hey, we're going to go out and do this. You'd have to publicly bid that. Sure. And the reason yep. we do that is because we want fair pricing. We want competitive pricing. We want, we don't want any backdoor deals. We want it to be something that's done in the public mm-hmm. And my question uh, line of question really was, okay, are we paying eight, $8.2 million? Do we know what we're getting? And the easy analogy is, you know, you're familiar with the Zamboni. And a Zamboni right, can, right. can cost – there can be hundreds of thousands of dollars of differences, but they're both effectively Zambonis. Mm-hmm. So can we see what we're getting and how, how are those costs being determined? You know, I think at the end of the conversation, uh, Mr. Gusted said that some of that is written into the contract, but I don't know – You know, when when questioned, you know, to the Epic and Beacon group about can we do that, you know, they pushed back and said, well, there's advantages to negotiating and having the same contractor. They have partners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But there's not to say that those same advantages won't be received in the form of a bid. If somebody's working, all of their people are already on place. You'd think they could bid that project a little bit less than a company that has to mobilize. So it, it should be perceived savings no matter what. And all I'm saying is that this is public funds. These are public dollars. Uh, let's take a minute and make sure that we're getting, you know, what we're supposed to be getting.
0: Is it a matter of a bid or do you feel as a city council, just seeing what you're purchasing before you, before you get it? What, what, where in there are, are you?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, and I think that's what, what Mr. Gosted had stated that I think we'll, we'll get a list of what we're getting. But again, it's how did those costs come about? And, and, if it was negotiated beforehand, you know, there's absolutely opportunity for value that maybe when you're publicly bidding, you might end up paying a little bit more on this thing or that thing, but what's the cost, you know, you know, every business is out there to make money right? and we don't expect them to do it for free. Mm-hmm. So if there's a negotiation happening, that's generally a give and a take. So if you're giving here, where are you taking? And that's all I want. I want transparency in the give and the take.
0: Sure. Okay. Okay, I get that. All right, now the uh, elephant <laughs> in the room, right? Uh let's uh let's talk bridges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we're in the in the process of verifying ratifying how whatever the term is, the 2050 uh street and highway plan part of a development agreement. Uh, once the plan is in place, there's Potential access to federal funds. There's a reason for this process. We do this every five years. Yep. By we, I mean the city or the community. We work with the Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, Metropolitan Planning Organ- yep. Organization, which we're members of. Um, Bridges, is uh, obviously a, a hot topic on these because they're forward-thinking documents. Yep. I mean, there are things in this document from how many years ago that aren't done, right? Absolutely, yep. Um, and so the talk of an intercity bridge, obviously there's been conversations for a long time. Had Mr. Sandy on this podcast earlier this week, and he's like, absolutely not. He's the one who made the motion, take, take an intercity bridge out of the plan. Um, I, I can't remember how, how the vote was on that. You're in Ward 5. Uh, you're, you're south down there a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the street and highway plan as it is? Uh, what do you expect to hear on Monday?
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say... You know, I, I support uh, more connectivity between our cities, but at what cost? And that's the problem that I have right now. So if you look at the the plan as it sits, I, I supported, you know, Mr. Sandy's uh, amendment to the plan to remove it. And, and simply because in the next five years, in my opinion, it's not in the cards. We don't have all, all the answers. And I sure. want priorities on the things we do have the answers for. You know, the, the underpass at Demers, the interchange at 47th, a Merrifield Bridge. Those are all things that I don't think anyone's arguing. And, right. and those okay. are things that fill up our, our bucket for the next five years. No, at least. You know, right? Yeah. So why are we muddying the water over something that I think is a very politically driven topic? With something that, you know, so we, we have some folks that are saying, well, if we don't ratify the MPO's plans, we lose access to federal funds. So to me, that's some, that's some people saying, well, we're going to hold hostage all your federal funds unless you agree to a, a, a bridge that in, in an arbitrary place that we don't have the funds for, we don't have an ability to even get it done. I say let's let's focus on Merrifield and let's show that we know how to get a bridge done. It's much like our development agreement with the prior, mm-hmm. you know, prior, you know it, it didn't go through. But you know what we did? It, it, it did show that this is a process to go through that can be successful in vetting what we're, what's needed for our town. So now we're doing a, the epitome energy. Let's do the same thing with a Merrifield bridge. Nobody's arguing the Merrifield bridge. Let's understand the process. Let's understand how we get it paid for. Cause again, there's no way yeah. to pay for there's, this. There's no line item there's in the no, city budget no for a way. bridge yet. It's, it's yeah. a huge, huge dollar amount. So until we have a good, you know, let's figure this out, you know, ABC step, which we, we do have a consultant that's helping us through that, mm-hmm. but it's just a bridge in general, not an inner city bridge. Then we can try to tackle that. You know, do I need, you know, I, I, I fundamentally agree that we need more connectivity, but I don't think it's an equitable solution now. And, Certainly 32nd for me is a hard no. I don't know how that's equitable for me Sure, and, you know, and the people that I talk to. But is there something else out there that we haven't even explored? Uh, absolutely. You know, and I, but again, there's no money for it. So why are we making this an issue?
0: And then there's the whole aspect of Grand, Grand Forks City Council is just kind of one arm on this thing. There's East yep. Grand Fork City Council. Yep. There's planning and zoning on both sides of the river. And then the ultimate decision comes to the MPO Executive Board. Um, just the, the navigation of, of all of that, like you said, it's, it's become a political, it's become a political issue, Yep. um, on both sides, pro bridge, not, not pro bridge, yep. pick the location, uh, just as, as a politician, how do you navigate all that?
1: <laughs> well, it's great. It's the, the non-answer answer is my
0: favorite way to go yeah.
1: um, personally. So I, I would say fundamentally, do we need another bridge with East Grand Forks? Yes. Do we have a solution for that that has been presented? No. So for me, if there was a way that we could drop into the middle of East Grand Forks and then and then somehow go up into the sky and drop onto 47th in, in on Grand Forks, like that's my solution. Sure. That's it's, a magical it's, bridge. I know. It's probably a 200 million dollar <laughs> bridge, right? right? So so that solution doesn't fly. So until we have a solution that flies, I can't be supportive. But do I think there needs to be more connectivity? Connectivity? Absolutely. But at what cost and 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 not just who's paying for it, but what at what cost socially at what cost no, sure. you know to the traffic at what cost to all those different things that are going to be impacted properties everything
0: i think it's fair to say uh let's just say it's Mayorfield and a bridge gets built there that changes development growth ever, both sides of the river Predom- this the city's growth yes it is going to the south right but that that will change that a little bit it, it positive negative whatever yep. it changes it for sure yeah, yeah, I mean, and, it,
1: and it pulls traffic out of out of the center of town. Yep, I, I still can't I, I can't get over the traffic that we have that goes through downtown, and it just bothers me that we have this truck traffic, and mm-hmm. I just wish. And it's not their fault; they have lack nope. of options. Right. You know, they, I don't blame the don't blame the truck drivers for nope, the. They're streets. going to market. Yeah, yep. exactly. We it's it's the people that lay things out and design things, and so that's our responsibility, and that's another reason to not have a center uh, uh, an inner city bridge. Anywhere in the talk right now, because we got to get the Merrifield done. Let's just get it done. Mm-hmm. Just like the, the discussion on the interchange at 47th, or just another interchange, sure. is decades old. And it's going to happen. We're going to see it. Yeah, and, we are. And that's huge.
0: That's a game changer.
1: Exactly. So let's focus on the bridge.
0: Right. All right. All right. So we covered all the yeah. meat and potatoes, yes. right? We've got it all covered. <laughs> um, it's more meat and potatoes, yep. but I, I want to I say, yeah, you're, you're, people, people don't see is so He just made a face, because I told him what we're going to do. <laughs> Because we, we are going back to middle school civics class. My son just had a test yep. on the Constitution. And he had, the test was on all the amendments of the Constitution. So we had many family dinners where he's, he's going through and asking us questions and, frankly, me asking him questions of which one is that again. Yeah, we've got to right, right to women's voting. I, what number that is or the verbiage behind it? I, that, sure. That's a hard one, right? But I was going through all right, what today is today, in 19, excuse me, in 1791, the Bill of Rights was ratified. It was, it was passed at a federal level earlier, but the states had to ratify it. And on this date, in 1791, Virginia was the last state to ratify the Bill of Rights, which put the Bill of Rights into place. So, do you know the Bill of Rights?: Oh man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did the same thing. Don't feel bad. I'm yeah. not trying to put you on the spot. So,
1: so you want me to just go through as best well, I can, or we'll, what are we talking? About? We'll go through well, them let's together. See. Let's see. All
0: right. All right. Amendment one. You hear it all the time. Yeah, freedom, right? of freedom of speech. Freedom yeah, It's gotcha. technically uh, freedom to uh, uh, freedom of religion. Freedom of speech is part of it. Freedom sure. of press. Sure. Right to assemble. That's yeah. all okay. in the First Amendment. Okay. Everyone says freedom of speech. Yeah. Right. And I understand, freedom of speech is not loudest person in the room. Yes. <laughs>
1: Or it doesn't allow you to make threats, right? You can't make threats.
0: (laughs) And my freedom of speech does not go over your freedom of speech. Equal freedom of speech. Equal freedom of speech. Okay. Love it. Amendment two. Of course, we all hear this one too. Bear arms. Right to bear arms. It's actually in order to have a well-regulated militia. Huh. Interesting. Residents have the right to bear arms. I I think there's Mm. some words are important, right? Words are important. And you think about the time when they wrote this stuff. And don't get me wrong. Love hunters, I'm I'm not I'm yep. not one of those take all guns away or whatever. I'm just yep. yep. People come in and say, Second amendment. Eh? Okay. Let's yep. let's read the second amendment. Sure. Um Third Amendment. You lost me. You're, you're, exactly. Yeah. This is where I got lost to. Okay. Third Amendment. No soldier in a time of peace shall be quartered in a house without the owner's approval. Evidently, oh. this was a thing, Revolutionary War. Sure. British soldiers came in and just like This is now property of the the monarchy. Sure, you know this is where this is now our barracks. Can't do that. Wow. So that that's that's the Third Amendment. Wow, that's the Third Amendment.
1: Fourth, fourth is self-incriminate, right?
0: Uh, uh, Fourth is uh, uh, search and seizure. Search and seizure. Fifth is yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a warrant. You just people just can't come into your house sure, and sure. take your stuff without a warrant. Now I mean, they have probable cause. They yeah. they they can't. Right? I think this
1: is really telling cuz it's really interesting search warrants I can get around that. The mm. quartering of the homes it's just it's interesting that that comes before it. Right. It tells you really the times the time, was the the times yeah. when it was written. Exactly. Interesting.
0: interesting. Fifth Amendment yep. like you said is self yep. uh, is it's actually um in the, also in the Fifth Amendment is you can't be put on trial for the same crime twice oh so if so we wouldn't have that great movie double jeopardy <laughs> there you go. A great movie so that's actually in the fifth amendment as well oh wow so I if, if, if i go to trial because they said i kicked my dog and i win at a trial and then they come back well we have more evidence i can't go back to trial yep. they have to charge me with something else hmm. right i didn't know that that's in the fifth amendment as well sixth amendment i, I got nothing this is <laughs> this is you have the right to a speedy and public trial
1: Oh, okay. Of your peers, sure. you, you have that right. Love it,
0: right? That's the Sixth Amendment, Seventh Amendment. Um, if it, if I, I find the dollar amount interesting. Okay. Anything over twenty dollars in a civil dispute, you have the right to go to trial. Twenty dollars.
1: Wow. wow. So I wonder if we took inflation back and went. <laughs> and what went that, back what to that, that, that number that, I mean, is now? Yeah. What is that? Is that five thousand? Yeah. Who, who knows?
0: But it says here in suits at common law where the value in controversy shall exceed twenty dollars. Wow, you have the you and, have the and, right and to go balance. to a wow. yep wow. to go to a jury. Interesting. I mean, you know, there's costs to doing all yeah, that for but, sure, for sure. But uh, that, that's that's the that's the excuse G- me that's the Seventh Amendment Seventh Amendment. Wow. Um, I think Eighth Amendment is an interesting one again. What was going on at the time? They can't charge excessive bail or fines. Huh. So were there judges around? Sure. I don't like you. Million dollars to get out of jail, sure. right? So that—that's the Eighth Amendment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Ninth Amendment is also an interesting one. Again, I didn't know one. I, I knew the yeah. I knew the top two and the fifth one because you hear it in movies. Yeah. Right? The Ninth Amendment, um, Constitution, uh, can't be used to dis- disparage other people. Like you can't. Oh. Like my right to bear arms doesn't mean I take your gun.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Right. Or, or, or that, that's the whole thing of my right of free speech is not, Does not more inf- important than your right yeah, of free fringe speech on your rights. Yeah. And then, of course, the 10th Amendment. And it's uh, I, I knew this one uh, just because uh, this was a uh, president candidate Burgum's big thing. OK. Uh, power to the states.
1: Oh, yeah. OK.
0: You know, if it's if there's not a federal law and a state wants to make a law it, yeah. they have every right. Hmm. That is the Bill of Rights. Love it. E- education class. I will, I will be the first to admit there was topics at the dinner table. My son, James eighth grade Trader middle school. Um, <laughs> I believe it was history. So Mr. Duran, good job. Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. Great job. and job. And, and, and my son had a, a, a pocket constitution. He's like, this is our study guide. Wow. And so those that say they're not, they're not teaching civics in school. I'm not seeing
1: it. Yeah, no, that's great. No, well, well done to him. And, uh, I feel like I got a little bit of a lesson, too. This is great.
0: Well, and, and it's one of those things, right? You know, I heard they say that in movies. plead the fifth. Yep. So I know that one. I know it's in there somewhere. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, and uh, they actually went through not just Bill of Rights with my son's class. They went through all the amendments. Oh, wow. So it's prohibition and then repealing a prohibition. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and all that fun stuff. So, no. Ka, uh, yeah. uh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Appreciate Christmas. It. You
1: too as well and your family. And
0: Yeah, I know you've got a young, so your house has got to be buzzing.
1: Yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah, the advent calendar rules the roost at our house. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, and then we were talking. We both have birthdays of children around the Christmas, so yes. we, we feel adding layers.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the birthday cake along with your Christmas dinner. is the best way to go. It's the best way to go. Yeah,
0: but but you need the pie for the dessert for the for Christmas sure, dinner. We're sure. I mean, going right? crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kyle, thank you very much. Appreciate Merry Christmas it. to yep, you. Merry Christmas, yep. um, Merry Christmas to everyone watching here. Uh, thank you for watching us 2023. We're going to come back in 2024. Uh, you want to watch uh, any of the previous episodes of the City Chatter podcast, you can go to grandforksgov.com slash podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody, and see you.